Hey everybody, what is going on? I hope you're having a good afternoon. I just got done playing Fortnite with my kids for about a half an hour. Man, that game gets me like edgy. Like my adrenaline's going down. I can't twitch fast enough to play games like that. It's just not possible. I don't know, I don't know. But anyway, so I am sitting here, I'm having a Crown Royal. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. It's a Thursday. I've worked a long time. I got up early today, so I'm gonna take a break and enjoy a nice little afternoon drink with you guys. So, what's going on with you? How are you? I um, I thought I'd turn this into a happy hour. So we, I in my old business uh, about yeah, probably three, four years ago, we were doing on Thursdays at four o'clock something we'd call a happy hour. And we have, we'd have a topic and we'd talk about, we'd go live on Facebook and we'd have a topic that we would discuss, but we'd talk about, you know, whatever's going on in the news and uh, we'd have a beer of the week. So I would give like a, basically a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I'm not sophisticated enough to, uh, to really talk about the mouthfeel of a beer or, you know, the hops or whatever notes it has. I uh, can't do that with wine either. I can just say thumbs up, thumbs down. So uh, that's pretty much what I would do. So I'd get like your average or not so average IPA or whatever we were drinking. And I would, uh, you know, just give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And we had a good time with it. We had some people on. We would have guests on. We would uh, we would do um, uh, like we'd have like some, some of my clients or friends. Uh, we had some people that. Um, you know, own financial planning. They'd talk about like some specific thing with financial planning or marketing or whatever. And it was pretty good. Um, you know, we had fun with it and we had aspirations to do it more on location at places, maybe at a restaurant or at a bar. We never really got to it. Um, and, uh, we ended it after maybe six or nine months of it. It was fun. Um, but you know, it just kind of ran its course and, wasn't sustainable. Actually, took quite a bit of time to put together, and uh, but we we didn't do it. So now, this is sort of my my um, my replacement for that. So now I come and sit with you guys, although we haven't made it a happy hour. And you know, the one logistical issue with uh, drinking beer on camera is that um, beer's carbonated, like or not carbonated, but beer's uh, you know you get the burps when you're drinking beer. So you it's it's not good TV. Or video, you know, not good live video. So stuff like that happens anyway, but uh, you want to kind of minimize that, right? So, um, and uh, so, you know, we're, you know, you, you try to try to pre-plan all the logistics. But so I um, can do uh, Crown Royal. And uh, this is actually a Crown Royal Reserve. We had just a little bit left in the cabinet. So I figured I'd try it out. Um, uh, the liquor stores in PA are closed, although I did see that they are reopening with limited hours soon. Uh, we didn't go stock up. We stocked up with uh, champagne for my wife. She likes her Prosecco and stuff like that. So we we stocked up um, on like five or six bottles of champagne uh, but didn't stock up with anything else. We figured it was a good opportunity that if we were going to have anything to drink, we would um, would be able to go through uh, the stuff that 
we have, and then we would have less to move to into the new house. So, so, but cheers. Good to see you. Happy, uh, happy Thursday. Um, I'm still get. I still can't get over how excited my kids are to have online class. I have, I, I actually took a picture. I didn't put it on the computer, so I can't, I can't, uh, put it up on the screen. But here, look, I don't know if you can see. So that's my kid uh, in focus. There we go. So that's my kid sitting at his desk in the corner of his room, shorts, no shirt. Uh, he got up and before he even went to, uh, before he went down for breakfast, he was on school doing his schoolwork. Um, he, you know, I, I'd like to think that you know, like our whole like do what matters first focus on what matters you know first things first like the things that i say i'd like to take credit for like these habits that he has of just doing his work but i don't know i i, I feel like we haven't had that conversation maybe he's just absorbing it from observation but i don't know hey janice how are you thank you for joining us um how are you doing today janice you got any uh, anything going on this afternoon or this evening? Um, so yeah, so um, he he's just got a great work ethic. I, I told you guys a story a couple like a month or two ago, right? Where he he was just uh, he was all stressed out about getting all his homework done, and you know my wife and I are like, okay, let's just get through it, and we'll take one step at a time. Like we're trying to talk him through it to keep him calm. And then uh, I was talking to him driving home later that night and I'm like, you know, like all this is due tomorrow. Like I just started to think like, this can't be, this is like high school levels of work, college levels of work. And he said, no, it's not due till Friday. <laughs> and he started listing off like when it was all due. I'm like, why are you trying to get it all done tonight? And he's like, I don't know. That's just what I do. And I was like, oh man, we got to talk. We got to like, you can't stress yourself out like that. Like you have to, you know, like, you know, I know you want to get it done and it's a great habit. Don't ever lose that. But, you know, you have to be aware of when it's not healthy and, and you stressing out and crying and being upset about it, not healthy. I think we all have to do that, though. We all have to be aware of that. Um, you know, if you get to a place where you're doing too much and things are not like things are out of balance, you have to adjust. Sometimes we have to do it like, you know, like Dr. Anthony Fauci right now, I don't think he's operating from a uh, healthy physical uh, place, right? But right now, he has to do what he has to do, right? That guy, I think he's like 79 years old and he's kicking ass right now. So, you know, he's uh, he is operating outside of healthy a healthy range, I think. But as time goes on, he's going to have to back off of that or, you know, he's, he's not going to, it's going to wear on you, wear on him and it'll wear on you. So you gotta, you gotta kind of watch it. And I would say that, um, you know, when doing anything right now, especially now you have to monitor it. Like you have to watch what you're, you know, you can't go too much one way or another. Um, and I have a tendency to go too hard at work for a while and, and, and then I go the complete opposite direction and I want to take an entire day off. And, and I think if you stay somewhere in the middle, uh, you're okay. Like you'll be okay. But I know, especially during like Christmas time, 
There was one night I stayed up until four in the morning packing boxes, but it destroyed my next day. So, I mean, that's like one small little example, but it destroyed my next day. I was not productive at all. So I squeezed out six or eight hours more time, but I was miserable for the next day or maybe even two. So you got to try to avoid that. Hi, Carrie. Yeah, he is enjoying the online learning. He, um, he likes, I, I think they just crave that togetherness feeling. And I, I think if, if I know, I know you're a teacher and I know you're going through this right now and you're probably, I'm guessing maybe a little, uh, hypersensitive to the results or, you know, like how you're doing it. And I would say the fact that you're even doing it is really, really good. And I think it's the fact that you are doing it that is good for the kids. The, um, they just want like that sense of continuity. They want that sense of togetherness. They like seeing the chat with their friends. They like seeing their teacher. Um, my younger son, the six-year-old in kindergarten, his teacher was on today and she was asking questions and she's like, if you guess this answer right, put a button in a bowl. And like, so every time he got a question, a question right, he would put, uh, actually we had beads and he would put a bead in a bowl and then he, you know, they'd count up how many beads they had. So, you know, and she was doing it interactively as if she was sitting in FaceTiming with one child and it was pretty cool. Um, and it was all a recording on YouTube. I mean, it's not like she was live, uh, but it was a great, great experience. And he was at the dining room table doing this whole project. Um, it was, it was kind of, kind of cool to watch. Um, Melinda, uh, I'm going to throw you up on the screen here, Melinda. Uh, I think all this work from our school from home is so what our young people thrive on would be interesting to see how things go back to our normal. You know, I don't know that we're going to have normal. I mean, it'll be like, it's funny. What is going to be normal? Um, you know, uh, even Gary V Gary Vaynerchuk, I saw something where he was saying like, he's against remote work, right? And he's against remote work because you don't get that culture feel, you know, you don't get that, that you can't create that sort of cult mentality that a lot of companies, successful companies have. Um, and I think that's true. Uh, but you know, I think that, um, there are going to be some changes that happen. Some companies are going to want to go back together. Other companies might do more remotely, I, I struggle with remote. Like, so we have Slack where we message each other and I see Luann messaged me. I didn't get back to her. Um, so we have Slack that we talk back and forth and we probably need to make a stronger effort to do more face-to-face -face Zoom calls or things like that. Um, but I actually really look forward to the day where, you know, Luann is right next door and we can kind of yell at each other through the wall if, you know, or she can walk in the office if she needs something. Um, I like having people around. You know, I like having a face-to-face -face meeting and it's not quite the same when you're on a Zoom call. Um, for me, it's just harder to focus. It's harder to feel the energy in the room and judge reactions and things like that. Uh, so it's, it's it, for me, it's hard, but I know especially the younger generation probably finds it easier. Um, you know, but we'll see what happens. I'll tell you who I wouldn't want to be right now. I wouldn't want to be a real estate developer or an owner in a downtown metro area right now. Because immediately you're probably facing a lot of problems, but long term, I'm wondering how many offices are going to be coming back with the strength that they had before this. 
Are they going to continue to do more remote? Even if there's a 20% drop, then I'm assuming that might equate to something like a 20% drop in occupancy. And if you're a metro area with a lot of buildings, a 20% drop is a lot of people. Um, so I don't know. Speaking of which, I don't know if you've been out, but I, I tried to go out to go to the pharmacy today to grab a, something for my wife. And I pulled into the parking lot in the grocery store and it was jammed. So I turned around and left. I figure I'll go first thing tomorrow morning and see how that works out. We don't need anything immediate, right? Um, but the roads, every time I go out, so I go out to storage to pick up books and boxes and stuff at a storage location. Um, where are people going? There are so many people on the road right now. And maybe they're not on the road in, a, in, in the city. But in the suburbs right now, where are people going? We leave the house once a week for a short drive to the storage area. And maybe we've we, I've gone to the grocery store twice, like right before everything started getting locked down. And then once last Friday. That's two times I've been out of the house. I've had a full tank of gas for this entire time because I haven't driven more than 10 miles. Where are people going right now? There's people driving everywhere. Are they just driving around? Or are they actually visiting people? I don't know. But it, I, I don't get it. Like, I feel like it should be a ghost town right now, but certainly not. I don't know. Uh, Janice. Janice had a Zoom day, keeping an ear on the boys outside during meetings. I walk 30 minutes while the boys ride their bikes since we are country. That's awesome. Good for you. I would love some country life right now. I would love to be able to just walk outside and walk into a nice open area and chill out. Um, I, I, our place isn't bad. I mean, we have a decent sized yard uh, and it hasn't, the weather hasn't been great to do it, but you know, you try to walk the boys up the street and down the street and like, it's funny because people like, you know, somebody who, who's going to decide to cross the road so you don't go past each other. Yeah. And Carrie, you know, as an educator, um, and as anybody right now, I mean, the, the metric for what is good is a lot different, right? Even for the student, you know, like it's a sliding scale. I think the fact that you're even out there doing it is amazing. Uh, and anything that you can do to give these kids some kind of continuity, um, you know, I, it's something new and it's natural to get to that place where you're you're, uh, you know, you're not sure you're doing a good job. You're self-conscious about the results. Um, I, I mean, I, I certainly know what that's like. All of these sessions, I feel that way. And the only way that, you know, like, I would sit and plan on doing a live session. I would intend to do a live session. I'd want to do a live session. And then I wouldn't do it because it was so big in my head that, you know, I just, it, it never happened. And so now, um, you know, I, I started doing these daily ones in the user group and I, you know, part of the part was like, what the heck am I going to talk about? You know, like how can I possibly offer value to people? Like what am I, I can't think of that much to say. Uh, but eventually it kind of comes to you and the more practice you get, they say the more practice you get, the better you get. And it just kind of comes right. So, you know, that's kind of the approach I've been taking just turn on the camera and start talking and see what happens. And it's not going to be pretty. Um, I mean, it can only be so pretty when you got something like this anyway, but, um, 
you know, try to try to offer some value and keep you guys, you know, interested in coming back, I guess, is part of the point with any of this. So I guess I'm doing something okay. We get, you know, I get a few people on here every day and the, the morning ones have actually been really good. Um, we've had like 15 to 25 people in the morning ones now that it's out on the, on the main page. And when it was in the user group, we'd get 10 or 15. I'm pretty happy with that. You know, I'm, you know, if there's, if there's that many people logging in every day to see what I have to say, I'd have to, I'd have to feel pretty good about that. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I, you know, I, I think the same thing goes with, with being a teacher. I mean, they kind of have to log on if you're assigning them work, I guess. Um, although I don't know that, you know, I don't know how much grading anybody's going to do on any of the work that's going on from here on out. I think that that's why the metric has to be how it makes the kids feel. You know, if, if they see your face, you're a familiar face, you're somebody that they spend more time with than their parents until school stopped. Um, so I think that uh, I think it's just that that continuity and that that reassuring feeling is the main point of all of it. Yeah. School and home. I was never a homeschool advocate. I, I again, probably for the same, same, uh, uh, reason that I like, uh, a group culture at work. I think when you get people together, it's better. Like I wouldn't choose to homeschool my kid, but given the circumstances, I think it's working out really well right now. In faith, it's quiet there. Good for you. I wish it was quiet here. I feel like Right now, something something's going on. I don't know. Too many people have to exercise a freedom that they didn't care to exercise before this all got locked down. There's a meme out there that might have to be one of the memes of the day where like, you know, life before coronavirus and all the parks were completely empty and people are, are sitting on their couch looking at their phones. And then it's life after coronavirus and everybody's trying to jam together on the beach or in a park. It's just like tell somebody they can't do something. And they will find a way to go do it. Like, so, you know, like that's, that's probably a great way to get people to like work harder. Like, no, I, I don't want you to work. I want you to come in, sit on the couch, relax, don't do anything. And they'll be like, oh, I'm going to work hard today. You know, like it's just use that reverse psychology. And I think everybody would be okay. Um, speaking of, speaking of which, so talking about working hard and going back to Anthony Fauci, this is a guy, this guy's a... A, a, like a rock star right now, right? So this guy, 70, 79 years old, not sleeping a lot. He was on the daily podcast today and he gets like four or five hours of sleep. He goes to bed after midnight and gets up at four or five o'clock and then goes back and he's got meetings and he's going to the White House and he's spending like five or six hours there in the afternoon and doing press conferences and talking to people in interviews. And this guy must be incredibly smart, right? And he's been doing this for 30, 40 years at least. And he answers the same questions day in and day out. And they're all questions. I feel like they're all questions about how we responded wrongly over the past couple of months. We were too slow to do this, too slow to do that. They try to get him to say something that would hurt President Trump in some way. Um, like, it's like, it's like every question, like all the questions he's asked the same questions almost every time. There's no original questions. So this guy is busting his butt, trying to do what he can to save any life he can while also, uh, showing an immense amount of, uh, 
compassion, restraint, um, patience with answering the same questions over and over again. I, I, the guy, he's amazing. He's amazing. Um, so yeah. Uh, but today they were talking, uh, about it and they're, they're talking about now that they don't even think that it's so much as coughing with this being transmissible. They think that it's just breathing. Like if you're breathing, it's aerosolizing and it's getting out there. So they're, they're thinking that this is so much more contagious than they even thought in the first place. Crazy, crazy. But on the positive side, the University of Pittsburgh thinks that they found a cure. Uh, they ha- and it's a patch, so it can be easily stored. It's not an injection that you know where the serum uh, degrades over time and needs to be refrigerated. It's a patch you put on your skin, you absorb it, and you're cured, I guess. Uh, it's derived from antibodies from the 2002 SARS epidemic. And apparently they've been working on variations of this over the years and they just happen to be able to use it for this. So they're saying that they have to put it through trials, but by the fall, they might start to be able to distribute this. And they can widely distribute it because it's a patch. It stores easily. It ships easily. It's thin. So um, you can put a bunch of them in a box and ship it out cheaply. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. So absent a vaccine, we might at least have a way to mitigate the symptoms and the problem with um, you know mortality. So you know, in 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 thinking about that, that's like that illustrates and that puts into focus exactly why we're doing what we're doing now uh, by social distancing. So like I've seen the comments where people say, I just want to get it and get it over with. I don't think you do for one. I don't think you do. Well, I'm going to get it anyway because they're saying two thirds of the country might get it anyway. All right, fine. But we want to flatten the curve, right? We don't want to get our hospital workers sick. We want to let them get all the equipment they need before people start flooding. We want to make sure we have facilities. We don't want to have to have people making the decisions about who lives and who dies, who gets treatment, who doesn't. But how about that there might be some scientific breakthrough where we don't all have to get it. Maybe they do come up with a vaccine. Maybe they do find a drug that significantly lessens the mortality rate. So, you know, being patient, be patient. Like, you know, doesn't need to be just, you know, this is different. We're adjusting. We're getting, we're getting used to it, but, uh, or we're not getting used to it. I don't know if you're like me, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm like three weeks in right now. I'm like, I need to change the scenery. I'm going to have to like order like a big banner in my office here and like put like the beach and just like maybe a heat lamp. And so it just feels like I'm at the beach or something. I need to change it. I might have to change up my routine a little bit too. I don't know. And I would, I'm, I wouldn't be so irresponsible to say that I'm going to day drink every day. We'll just maybe keep it to Thursdays. I actually, I've been, I bought limes and they're sitting in the basement. I, I've been meaning to make margaritas for a week now and I've not made a margarita. So I might have to do that. If next time we do tacos or something, I'm going to have to make margaritas. Maybe next Thursday I'll make margaritas and I'll have margaritas for, uh, for this three o'clock session. Um, Janice, <laughs> I, I feel bad for you for, for this. 
So Janice says, I'm the main adult that she hears that along the day or during the day, along with the mindset is what I'm trying to keep in line. So, um, yeah, the mindset's big, you know, and it's, it's so up and down. It's, 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 uh, you know, like yesterday we were plugging away. We've actually had a, a lot of orders in the past two days. And so, um, you know, Lynn's been downstairs shipping stuff and, and all the stuff, um, but today, you know, she's like, oh, I just feel overwhelmed. Like I feel stressed out about stuff. And I'm like, well, what are you stressed out about? She doesn't know. She just feels it. And uh, so you just got to like, you can try to identify that. You can try to identify where that's all coming from. But I think a lot of it's going to just based on the situation, based on being stuck in the house or stuck within, you know, at least your property, um, you know, not being able to get out. I think that it's just – uh you know, I think you just have emotions that kind of get pent up and you're not quite aware of them. And then they come out and you just have to deal with it and, you know, go back to doing whatever you have to do again. Uh, so I think having having some patience and understanding of that and, and the people around you, um, you know, and do, do what you can do to handle it. You know, and, and one of the things that, again, I go back to like distracting yourself. Like this is a time when distracting yourself is probably okay. Uh, you know, you don't want to do it to the point where it hurts you, but as long as you're getting the things that you feel like you need to get done, get them done and then take a freaking break, you know, like have a drink at three o'clock in the afternoon or, um, you know, go on PlayStation and play Fortnite, go, uh, sit in front of the TV and watch something. You know, there's so many things that people can do. Uh, there's a lot of industries reviving right now. <laughs> um, I have a friend who uh, I was on the phone with him a couple days ago and he's standing outside with his dog and a woman pulled up to one of his neighbor's houses and he goes, Nick, you would not believe the woman walking into this guy's house right now. I'm like, why? He's like, she's a working girl, if you know what I mean. <laughs> It's like, oh my God, I guess everybody's finding their way to distract themselves. Um, crazy. I, I don't know. I don't know. And the, uh, yeah, like, and all of those things, I'm, I'm sure like the dating apps are probably going nuts right now. I'm sure, you know, Netflix and Hulu and all of them are going crazy right now. I wonder how Audible's doing, if Audible's doing well. Um, I know Amazon's doing well. There's companies that are probably just making a ton of money right now. And then there's the other companies that are just getting slaughtered. So, I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a different economy one month to the next. It's amazing. Hey, Kimberly. Well, I'm glad you made it today. Thank you. You know, it's funny. Um, actually now, I guess while I'm talking about like businesses and things, you know, we're going to get some relief. I hope soon from the SBA, they're doing their thing, um, you know, with the paycheck pro protection and they're forgiving payments for loans for the next six months and they're doing the economic disaster loan. So I, hope, I think businesses, most businesses will be okay. Most small businesses under 500 uh, employees, corporations, you know, we'll see what happens. Ford and GM and the companies that are building ventilators, I think are probably they're probably making hand over fist money. I, I got to assume that they're making this work for them. Um, 
but it's funny, like even in our, in our advertising for define my day, people are criticizing the ad. Like people are like, well, like right now, like I care about anything. What does it matter? Like, in fact, we even posted about it right now. Like, what's the point? Well, there is a point and you guys know what it is. Right. But you know, like there's all, there's that, that, that reflex that some people have and maybe it's those people that just always have to be negative or always have to be critical where they go oh you're going to try to capitalize on this and one person wrote like shameless marketing ploy or something like whatever um and it's you know it's crazy like so we're a small family business and we're not supposed to try to offer something that we feel really works for people. And if you follow the process, you can make it through this whole time a little bit healthier. Right. Um, and so I'm, I'm supposed to feel bad about offering that according to these people. Now I know that there are just people out there that are, you know, like, it's almost like, this is, this is probably, I I haven't thought about this before, but there are people that are sort of addicted to being miserable or unhappy or whatever, right? They don't strive to be happy. They enjoy getting like even the pity from being miserable. And so this situation now is almost like mainlining a drug. I mean, they're now they can now they can capitalize on, you know, that and now they feel almost validated and and okay with criticizing other people or being incredibly negative or hostile or whatever. Um, I, I, there's a, I'd love to take, I'd love to talk to a psychologist about that one. Cause I, I bet you there's a lot of people that are just now indulging in this, right? Yeah. Huh. I haven't, I don't, I haven't had that thought. I'll have to think about that later. Um, Janice says, I asked my husband last night, uh, there has been there has been other big illnesses that have been we've been through. So why shut down this time? Um, and, you know, I think it's the main reason we shut down now, and I'll keep this up there. Uh, the main reason we shut down now is the hospital staff. I, I think it's that you can't have a deluge of patients because if you get over the capacity of the healthcare systems ability to digest them. Uh, you'll be like Italy where they're deciding, you know, if you were to go in and an older person were to go in, maybe somebody that's 60 or 70 years old, uh, they would have to make a choice. You both would normally survive. You both have bad symptoms. You would both normally survive. But when there's a shortage of beds, shortage of ventilators, um, you know, they have to make a choice. Do they give you the ventilator? Do they give the older person the ventilator? And they generally would choose you because you're younger, you might have kids, um, the other person has lived their life. So they don't want to have to make that decision. So that's part of the reason why we are locking everything down now. Um, I think it's also like the Spanish flu pandemic, the, the cities that locked down early were the ones that did better with it. And the other ones lost a lot of people. Um, and you know, I think now we also have to let manufacturing catch up with the PPE, the the protective equipment. Um, you know, they just, they're reusing things they shouldn't have to reuse. So I think it's just a a matter of being compassionate for them. 
Um, you know, even if you don't care about your own health, uh, I think it's just a matter of everybody else, uh, the people that we don't want to get infected. And if we can get to the point where we might have a cure, might have a vaccine, um, but at the very least have the facilities in place to take care of everybody that comes down with it. So it's not that we're going to try to avoid it and we all quit and it's going to die. It's just we're trying to prolong it, um, you know, trying to, one, get through this really hard rise right now, but also, you know, give everybody time to catch up to what's going on. Uh, Kimberly, define my day as helping me to get back and stay on track. I appreciate it now more than ever. And I appreciate that comment because I think now the whole process is more important than ever. You like now is when we need to be mindful. And it's not that we're going to be mindful of like achieving more, right? We can't, we can't just be working all of the time, but I think we need to focus more on our mental health and more on our habits and, and the things that we need to do to take care of ourselves. Um, so the process is more important now than ever. Um, it's just, it's just, uh, trying to get the people that aren't doing it yet to understand that. Um, did I miss any comments here? No. So, um, somebody give me something else to talk about. I'm trying to think if I missed anything that I wanted to mention. I'll ask you something while I'm talking. Comment, what's your favorite thing to day drink? So if you're going to drink, if you are not abstaining, if you're going to drink at three or four o'clock on a Thursday, what's your go-to drink? I posted yesterday, there's that, that meme with the, uh, the, um, what was it? The Bloody Mary and had a pizza and wings and everything on it. Amazing drink, by the way, I'm sure. But, you know, like for me, it's either like scotch and I'm not like a hoity-toity scotch drinker, but I started drinking scotch when I went on Adkins because it's like one of the drinks that you can have that's no carbs. So I started drinking Glenlivet and I could drink that like at the end of the day, that'll smooth me right out. Crown Royal is something that goes down real smooth, real smooth. And especially if you spring for the reserve. Wow. Really good stuff. Uh, margaritas put me to sleep. I can have one margarita. Like I do it fresh too. I just do it with simple sugar or simple syrup and uh, uh, lime juice. And that's it. I don't put anything else in. Salt. I'll muddle some jalapenos or serrano peppers in there and make it spicy. Love it. Love it. Um, opens up the, uh, the, the nasal passages. See, I need that with the allergy season right now, right? And then you throw some uh, salt or what I just was introduced when I went to San Diego last year, tahine, which is a like uh, some kind of a I don't I don't even know what's in it, but it's uh it's uh like it's like a seasoning or whatever. But so you rim the glass with tahine, throw in some lime juice, little simple syrup, and some tequila, and uh, muddle some hot peppers in there. Oh my goodness! Now I can have one of those you know, a decent size, you know, this, you know, a, you know, half a glass, maybe a little bit more, right? Probably like two or three shots of tequila in there. And I can sip that while watching a TV for an hour. And I am ready for bed, ready for bed. 
Now I haven't done it in a couple of months, I'm, but I'm going to have to do it sometime soon. So what's your, uh, what's your go-to drink? Throw it in the comments. You, you going to drink a beer, you drinking uh, a, a champagne, a Prosecco, or are you going to go to the hard stuff? What's, uh, what's your thing? I'm going to have to make a margarita soon. I made it, I'm making my mouth water. I want a margarita now. Uh, good afternoon, Kathy. It's good to see you. I'm glad you could join me. Are you still at work? Are you guys working? Or are you staying at home? What are you guys doing? Um, Kim, I'm usually working, but if I was not, I would love a rum and Diet Coke. So, Kim, I used to drink uh, Captain and Coke like it was my job when I was in college. And... Um, I can't do it anymore. It's too sweet. It's like I tried one a couple of years ago and it's just like it like I could feel it in my jaw. It was so sweet. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. But I used to look Captain and Coke was my drink back in the day. Uh, oh, so yeah. Okay. So my meme this morning, oh, my memes the past two days have been booze related. Wow. I was really leading up to this, wasn't I? So um, – the, it was coffee handing off the baton to wine, which fits. Last night we had like – I had the smallest amount of wine. I finished off a bottle that my wife started a couple days ago and uh, it was a nice Pinot. I think it was a like a Minaj uh, Pinot. But um, so – but yeah. So the wine uh, handing off the – or the, the coffee handing off the baton to wine because you go straight from coffee to wine every day now that we're home. Uh Go-to day drinks are coffee and water. Nothing fancy here. Coffee and water? What are you drinking at night then? What's your what's your evening toddy? What's going to put you to sleep? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so coffee and water are my big things too. So I do one of my disciplines actually. So I drink probably two or three coffees in the morning. And if you have – if you like coffee, if you like Keurig, which we have a Keurig now because it's just easy, right? But I like strong coffee, so we buy the dark roast Starbucks at Sam's Club. But it's still not like dark. It's certainly not like Starbucks. But we, I bought my wife an Nespresso machine for our anniversary because that's the one thing she wanted. But Nespresso is not cheap. Like if a K-cup is 30 or 40 cents a piece, Nespresso machines are like $1.10 per cup. It's crazy. Um, so we bought this with the agreement that we weren't going to do more than a cup a day. Right. But now that this whole thing started, we've been drinking like two or three, but the, the, the coffee that comes out of the Nespresso is really strong. It's like, you're getting, I don't know how much more caffeine you're getting, but you're getting a solid cup of coffee if you go with the dark stuff and the espresso is the same way. So um, if you want a really good cup of coffee, and especially if you're somebody that likes going out to Starbucks, I would highly recommend an espresso machine because, you know, Starbucks is going to cost you three, four bucks a day, right? The Nespresso machine itself is 150 which isn't cheap. The, the cup of coffee itself is a buck. If you drink two, that's two bucks a day. So, you know, if you have a bad Starbucks habit, you know, you might actually not do so bad if you went with Nespresso. As a home coffee drinker, it's kind of breaking my heart a little bit that we're spending this much on coffee. But uh, it is a dang good cup of coffee. 
It is really good. Um, so yeah, so I drink two or three cups of coffee in the morning and then in the, uh, in the evening or well through the day, I'm always drinking water. I drink like 200 ounces of water is my discipline, right? Um, the other discipline I have though is tea. So I either drink kombucha, which is fermented tea. It's supposed to be good with, uh, probiotics. Um, or I drink, uh, a couple of different types of tea, but either like a green tea, um, or another, like, like a, if I want decaffeinated, I'll drink a tea that, um, still gives you like a probiotic effect, uh, like a matcha tea or like something with not probiotic, but antioxidants. Right. So I, I try to drink either a hot tea with a lot of antioxidants or, I drink a kombucha that has a lot of probiotics. So one of those a day. Uh, but co uh, wine, uh, oh my goodness, I read, I was reading your comment. Water, water, water. And then uh, wine's supposed to be good for you too, right? So um, I don't drink that much wine. Um, but uh, yeah, um, you know, not bad for you. I actually I was just, I had that thought. We have a really good... Um, we have a really good um, uh, bottle of wine downstairs that we we're looking forward to cracking open in the new house. And I wonder what's going to happen with this. I, we have, we were interested in possibly trying to move up the closing so we could avoid any other disasters because I think most of our stuff is going to be squared away. Uh, but we still have almost three weeks until the closing. Um, and so we're going to try to move it up. But the current owners, don't move until like the 15th or 16th. So, and I'm wondering like, are there movers? Like when they're predicting a hundred to 250,000 people dying from this in the next month, if there are that many people dying in two weeks or three weeks, um, you know, what's going to still be operating, you know, are, are people still going to be moving? Are people still going to be, you know, closing, uh, contracts like this? I don't know. So I, there's so much, so many unknowns. I mean, because two weeks ago, you think two weeks ago, we were still arguing over whether we should be staying home, right? I mean, like two weeks ago was when I was running out anticipating that we were going to be staying home. In fact, we took our kids out of school two days early because I told Lynn, I was, I was like, well, you know what? I, I don't know where this is going. But I do know that I would like four days to think about it. So on Thursday morning, we decided not to send our kids to school for the next two days. So we figured we'd have that whole four days to, um, you know, to let our kids like or to let the news kind of shake out. And then they closed all of the PA schools on a Sunday. So, um, you know, like where are we going to be in two more weeks? I mean, things are escalating quickly. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. Um. So sesame seed butter tahini. So that's different. So tahini is awesome. Uh, as a Mediterranean guy myself, tahini is awesome. Uh, but this is tahini. This is T-A-J-I-N, I think is what it is. If you look it up, it's a, it's a, like a red, like salty seasoning. Uh, I, I don't know if it's Mexican um, – or what, but it's some sort of Hispanic, uh, I don't, you know, I don't know if it's Spanish or Mexican or whatever, but, um, it's a, it's really good. It's a, and I, I think you can put it on other things, but the only way I know it is on, um, margaritas. And the first time I ever had it was in San Diego last fall. I went to a, a conference and, um, 
Brendan Burchard, actually, Kathy, if you're still on, I went to the Brendan Burchard conference back in uh, October, I think, and I was staying in uh, the Gaslamp District in um, San Diego. I had fish tacos every day, every day. I mean, I didn't miss a day of fish tacos, like usually for lunch and dinner, although occasionally I mixed up the dinner like once or twice. Uh, but I, I, every time I went out, I got a spicy margarita and, uh, would get tahini or whatever and occasionally changed it up a little bit too. But, um, geez, I was just like fish tacos and margaritas were like what I was living on for four days straight, five days straight. It was a fun time. And our friends have a boat out there too. So we took the boat out on San Diego Bay and again, drank margaritas on the boat. Uh, watched the sunset. It was it was a nice nice time. Uh, I was actually I'm supposed to be there right now. I'm supposed to be there right now. There's another conference that was supposed to be there this weekend, and it's funny because I was delaying buying my plane ticket. I was delaying booking my hotel, and as the prices rose, I'm going, oh my, I'm such a bonehead. I should not have have delayed it. I shouldn't have waited until after the new year. But then this news about the coronavirus came out and I started going, well, maybe I don't want to book it. Maybe I don't want to book it. And as time went on and they kept saying, it's on, we're going to sterilize. We're still going to keep it going. I told my wife, I said, there's no way I'm going to this thing. Not a chance, right? So I'll just eat the cost of the ticket. But so they canceled at you know the last minute. They canceled a couple of weeks ago and they've now rescheduled for December, which I hope it's all resolved by then. Wouldn't we all hope that? Uh, but I'm actually supposed to be there right now. This is supposed to be like day two or three. Of, so I should be like there at this time. Uh, probably middle, today's almost noon, like one o'clock. So I'd be in a session right now. But I should like tonight be at a, at a local restaurant having a fish taco. I'm missing out on that. I should make fish tacos tomorrow. In fact, I'm absolutely going to make fish tacos tomorrow. It's Friday. It's Lent. I'm going to get crazy and make fish tacos tomorrow. How about that? You guys are helping me figure out all kinds of stuff right now. Um, oh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something else. I forgot what I was going to say. Now. Oh, I don't know. But if you saw my lasagna that I made the other day, that came out amazing. And, you know, it was goopy because we took it like straight from the oven and didn't let it sit long enough. So it didn't come out. First serving didn't come out great, but it tasted good, right? Um, but so my boys, like every day, I want lasagna. I want lasagna. So they've been eating leftover lasagna and it's coming out now. It's coming out great. Like it's all, you know, in the fridge. So it comes out like a perfect square the way it's supposed to. <laughs> they are loving it, loving it. And so uh, we don't, we have like one piece left. And so we have to fight over who gets it tonight for dinner. But I don't think we're going to have a hard time because we also told them we'd, we'd cook a pizza in the oven. So I think we're going to make a pizza. We're starting to get low again on fresh vegetables. So now I'm starting to get paranoid again about that. And I'm not going out again. Like I'm going to, I'm going out tomorrow, first thing in the morning to get that prescription, but I'm going in and out. Like I, I am, I am. I am not messing around. I am not getting this stuff. If you saw my session earlier today, you know why? You know, like I don't want to like I don't want to wake up to someday with a cough and then realize that I can't give my kid a hug for the next 2 weeks or whatever until this is gone. 
And then heaven forbid I take a turn for the worse and I have to go to the hospital. And then I might never see him again. Like just one day, just wake up, go, oh my God, this is it. I don't want to have to deal with that. So I'm going to be super paranoid because you know what? I can live without fresh vegetables for a little while. I have stuff in the basement. I have, uh, you know, non-perishables in the basement we can live off of for a month. Um, You know, I'm going to minimize my opportunity to catch anything for sure because I got a lot more to do. I got a lot more to live for. And I don't need, I don't need to be uh, Mr. Superman or Mr. Uh, cool guy that's out in public acting like there's no big deal. Yeah. To me, there's, I don't, there, that's, that's not, that's not a, not a priority for me. I'm going to talk about priorities. Nothing fancy during the day. <laughs> Nothing fancy during the day. What is it at night? Yeah, give me your give me your night Carrie, give me your nighttime. What's your nighttime go to? What's your what's your happy hour go to? Um Irish coffee with Kahlua. Man, Faith, I would definitely be up for it. I would love to try the Nespresso with some Kahlua. I bet you that's amazing. I'll have to do that one day. Um Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna have to do that one day. Kathy, still working. Just some team members are working whatever hours, work with their family schedules. Flexibility is the name of the game. Absolutely. Irish coffee is a great idea. Like, why, like, why have I not thought of that? I don't think I have Kahlua. And the, the I'm not going to go to the liquor store. That's not a chance. Vodka and strawberry cranberry juice. Ooh, that would be good. Strawberry cranberry. I've never had that, but I would try that. Captain and Coke. That was my drink. San Diego is a blast. I, you know, if I didn't have, if I didn't like Pittsburgh so much, if San Diego weren't so expensive, so if I didn't like Pittsburgh so much, if San Diego weren't so expensive, if earthquake I'm not a big fan of, um, and if my dad weren't in Florida. So those are the things that keep me from moving to San Diego. I love San Diego. Uh, my wife has a great friend out there. I have a great time every time I go there. I love everything about that town. I don't think I've ever had a bad experience there. Um, and the business community is actually really strong too. San Diego, like when you see a lot of like the newer marketing people and the newer, uh, you know, like uh, it's just, there's just a lot of like thinkers out there like the, a lot of like fresh uh business people out there it's just it, and all the conferences all the conferences i go to seem to be san diego uh great place great place i would definitely live there uh if i didn't have so many things tying me here and uh, moving a business would stink too um so janice has a question how to stop having the same thing over and over again and define my day uh in this new norm I actually don't think that's bad, right? It's funny because, you, you know, you have a sense like you're maybe you're wasting paper, you know, it gets monotonous and all this other stuff. But I think that the writing the same thing down every day, it might seem unoriginal, but it's just that important. You know, I, I would be okay with it. I write down the same thing every day very often, especially – before this happened, like right now, my things are not the same every day. But before this happened, 
one of the things that I had to focus on every day was taking care of myself because I can, I can fall into like a work rut where I just sit at my desk all day and, you know, my butt just seems to fit perfectly into the chair. And so I have to make like priority number three would always be me and it would be get up and walk around, go to the gym, you know, like eat well, like whatever I felt was a priority about me at the time, maybe mindfulness or meditation, reading. Um, and so um, that was always there. Now, it's not there now. Things have changed. But I don't mind it being the same thing every day. Uh, you know, if you want to spice things up a little bit, um, you know, maybe you Google like things to do while in quarantine and uh, make that a priority, you know, like something silly, you know, like something to just get yourself, get the creative juices flowing or something, make that a priority, make being different a priority. But I wouldn't feel so bad about it being the same every day. I think that that's a lot of times just what we need to focus on. I wouldn't feel bad about it at all. Hey, Lou, how you doing? So uh, thank you for being my uh, my wonderful assistant in this session today, Lou. Uh, Mexican the tahin is a Mexican spice that contains ground chili peppers, sea salt, and dehydrated lime juice. Perfect. Now, doesn't that sound delicious for a margarita? Sounds perfect, doesn't it? It's very good. Um, so the shipped app, uh, been getting delivery from them for groceries. So I saw Target is offering that. Um, but I also saw a lot of people complaining today about shipped because they're canceling orders. They're not any open available orders and you can't see it until after you sign up and give them your credit card information. So Carrie, you have to let me know what your experience is there. Like, cause I was considering it. And then I read all that stuff today. Um, and Carrie says you can get anything, even fresh fruits and veggies through shipped. Yeah. You know, it's funny. And it's funny because Sam's Club, you can schedule pickups and you can order whatever they have at Sam's Club and get it for picked up for pickup. And uh, originally I thought, no, because that person is going to be touching all my stuff. And then, you know, I don't know where they've been. Uh, but now that's they're saying that that's less risky than walking around the grocery store, which I actually kind of believe because I don't know what your grocery store is like, but our grocery store here was crazy. It's, it's crazy. I walking around, I don't like people still don't respect personal space. Like I just, I don't, I don't get it. Like I'm, I'm walking around trying to be conscious of everybody else's space. And then there's people that are like right up right up in my face. And I'm like, Whoa, like, give me, give me a minute, man. I'm just trying to grab this package of chicken and I'll be out of here in a minute. Right. But yeah, crazy. Faith has checked off two items off her weekly goals all today. That's awesome. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. And you know, I think it's that we have to keep up that sense of striving, right? I, I think through all of this, if you're not growing, you're withering, right? If you're not going forward, you're falling back. And so we still have to keep that sense of moving forward. Um, yeah, you can't. Like, you, like when you accomplish things, you feel better. And 
you're not accomplishing anything by just doing nothing. And when somebody says to me, what's the point? That's, oh. When I read that, whether they're being facetious or just silly or not, like when I read that, what's the point? That's a dangerous thought. Dangerous thought. What's the point? Like you're giving up already. You're giving up mentally. And that just, that bothers me. Can't do that. Says the guy that just drank uh, Crown on the Rocks at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. But I'm not, I'm not giving up. I'm taking a break, an intentional break. I am wrapping things up for the day, and I'm wrapping it up with you. Uh, you do have to go ahead and put your order info in, payment, etc. Here, I'll put this up on the screen. Um, after that, you schedule your delivery. They only schedule today and tomorrow at a time, but if all slots are filled, you can keep everything in your cart and try again the next morning. So far, I've used it twice without any issues. Hope that makes sense. It does make sense. Thank you. Yeah, so I know there are things from Target that we wanted, mainly like Easter candy. And uh, I couldn't get it because I'm not a member or a, a user of Shipped, but it might be one of those things we start. And I know like we have friends that use Instacart uh, and even uh, Whole Foods uh, does something there too, um, you know, through Amazon or whatever. So we'll probably start doing delivery. Um, and just follow the same protocol that we follow when we bring our own groceries in the house. We have like just two sections. We have the, the shelf we pull things from, and then we have the shelf where all the new food comes in and sits until we need it or until we move it over to the, the shelf we pull from. Um, yeah. So well, it's four o'clock. I wish do you think shipped sends uh, Kahlua? Because now I'm thinking I want Kahlua in my coffee. That could be dangerous. Man, every morning, every morning I'd be, have Kahlua in coffee. I'd have a great day. Um, cool. Well, look, I'm going to head out. Um, I will be back here tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock with, I'll be back at the Define My Day page uh, at 10 o'clock for, uh, you know, the regular Define My Day uh, session. Um, so we'll be there for that. Uh, but stay safe, uh, keep moving forward, and I'm glad you all could join me today. Thanks for the conversation. I appreciate it. It's good to see you, everybody. Take care.